0: Testing one, two, three, one, two, three testing. I'm Ben McAdams, and I represent Utah's 4th Congressional District. Before I was elected last November, I was the mayor of Salt Lake County. It's my belief that Washington might work better if we thought about governing the country the way mayors approach leading their communities. In this podcast, I'm hoping to show you what being a member of Congress is really like and whether it's possible to run this country the way we run our local governments. Welcome to Washington. In this episode, Congressman Ben McAdams talks with actor and congressional intern Joshua Rush. They discuss what it's like to work in the nation's capital and what advice the young activist has for Utah's newest congressman. I'm here with Joshua Rush. Josh is an intern here at the Capitol. He's also a constituent of mine. But he's interning here with another member, not in my office, but another member on the Hill. And Josh also, he's filmed a a show in Salt Lake, the Andy Mack Show, where he plays the role of Cyrus Goodman. And uh, it's a, you know, my kids enjoy the show. It's a pretty popular show that just is is wrapping up right now. Josh is here at the Capitol interning. Josh, tell us a little bit about what it's like. You've been here for two weeks. What what does an intern do on a typical day?
1: Well, uh, that's a great question. An intern, kind of my typical day has changed a lot. Uh, I get to answer the phones uh, and talk to constituents and also a surprising amount of angry people who don't live in the district and refuse to call their own members of Congress. Uh, I get to answer the mail. Uh, every once in a while I get to do some exciting new project for the member, uh, like writing some tweets or uh, going to briefings for the member and taking notes for him. You know, so I was an intern. Uh, it's been,
0: I was an intern in 1996, 1997. Um, and the thing that I remember from my internship, first of all, it's you're in a fascinating place, right? You're in our nation's capital. Um, uh, and just, you see amazing people who you, you know, are making news, newsmakers walking past you on a daily basis and you're doing some pretty mundane stuff, right? So you're making copies, you're answering phones. I don't know if you make copies so much, maybe more in 1996 than you do in 2019, but, um, you can post tweets, uh, engage, in, do help with some of the social media stuff. But tell me, tell me some of your observations about, um, seeing members of Congress, some
1: of your hearings and that, you know, even, even on the worst day, being in Congress is just incredible. Like being here and seeing like incredible people walk by, seeing people like John Lewis, uh, someone who I admire, do an incredible amount uh, or or seeing Adam Schiff walk by. things like that are so incredible to see. and it and it's honestly, it's so surreal to be able to walk to work and see the Capitol Dome.
0: So you, you're a constituent of mine. We've known each other for a couple of years now. Um, you reached out during my campaign, and we got to know each other at that point. Maybe it was a little bit before the campaign, but um, tell me, give me some advice. What As you're in, interacting with different members, I remember when I was an intern, I think it's a unique position to really get um, a view. You're kind of a fly on the wall because a lot of people ignore the interns, and so you get to see things that most people wouldn't get to see. Um, and, uh, and you get to observe people how they really are members of Congress, right so I know you 've only been here a couple of weeks, but give me some advice what makes a, what could I do to be a good member of congress
1: i 'd love it if you would talk to your interns, hang out with them a little bit. Our, uh, our chief of staff has been floating around the idea of going and sitting down and having lunch with uh, all the interns and i 've loved that, but I would also love to see the member for the first time since I started my internship, so that would be that would be really fun
0: we do when our interns come we'll usually do some type of welcome get together and then um before they leave we'll try and do something so uh, we had a batch of interns just leave a few weeks ago and i took them to dinner and it was fun to get to know them where they're going uh you know i i do remember as an intern you know you're you're trying to build that resume and so some connection with the member that they can write a letter of recommendation or give some advice um, but i we try and balance it in my office with other um other interesting things so attending briefings um, writing memos on topics that, you know, I can't be everywhere, so we ask our interns to go to, to briefings and, and, and summarize the briefings for me so we can um, understand what's going on. Tell me, uh, is there something, some, a highlight, or something, one of your favorite things you've done so far?
1: I went to a surprisingly fun briefing on labor with uh, a bunch of representatives from the labor unions, uh, and they talked about how corporations try and break up the process of starting a union, uh, which was... Sounds so boring to talk about it in an objective way, but it was incredibly interesting. Got to hear a bunch of personal stories uh, from people who work for the unions or have personal experience in trying to start a union. So it was incredibly interesting, and it kind of pointed out some of the flaws in how we protect corporations from people trying to start, from people trying to use the right to form a union. One thing
0: I'd like the listeners of this podcast to learn, too, is engaging with a member of Congress, right? So um, you are um, an actor in a Disney show. I have to admit I don't watch a lot of TV, so I didn't know about the show. I Googled it after the fact as a professional Googler myself. (laughs) Um, My kids certainly knew of your show and had seen it. Um, But, um, you know, I think one thing that I'd hope people recognize is uh, members of Congress are accessible. At least I try to be accessible. Um, you just reached out, right? And, and I, I, don't, I, I honestly I don't respond to every tweet or every post on Facebook, but I read a lot of them and I try to respond to them and, and we respond to messages. Tell me about your experience. Now I think you've gotten to know a handful of members of Congress and what that experience has been like. Is it, do, pe- do you think people are accessible? Can, can listeners to this podcast get to know or engage with their member of Congress?
1: I think they absolutely can. I think what's important to remember is that members of Congress are just people, and it is a government of people by the people, uh, which is which which means that your members of Congress are beholden to you, and they represent you yourself. Um, and and it definitely depends on the member. I think you you're definitely a lot more accessible than uh, a lot of members, but there's there's quite a few members out there. And almost every member should be willing to, if you call the office, should be willing to at least, at the very least, have you sit down with one of their top staffers or have a phone call with one of their staffers about an issue that you're passionate about. And at the most, hopefully, you would have an opportunity to actually sit down with a congress member and uh, explain your beliefs and talk about it. I think it's important that we keep remember reminding ourselves that this is a government of the people and by the people. Uh, and being in Congress and having these Congress members very accessible has been very helpful in reminding me that.
0: Uh, one of the things that um, I've appreciated about our engagement is, um, you know, so I guess I, I don't want to stereotype you, but based on what I see for, on your Twitter account and some of our conversations, I think you're more liberal than I am. I'm, I'm a Democrat, but I'm uh, pretty Centrist, and you seem a little—you seem to the left of me. But one of the things I've always appreciated about when you engage with me, whether it's on Twitter or, or in personal conversations, is just the uh, respectful tone in which you do it. Like uh, you express your opinion, you tell me what your opinion is, you tell me how you'd like your representative to vote, or different things. But it's always in a in a respectful way. You know, when I when I have people tweeting at me, essentially saying you're garbage, you're not. Oh, and actually, Josh is laughing because. <laughs> He discovered he discovered a little secret we have in our office here. So every congressional member's office, you have tiny little office. We're sitting in the office right now. It's um, what, 15 feet by 20 feet is my office. Not huge, but then there's a, a little closet that has a refrigerator and you know I have a change of clothes in there and a little bathroom. But my closet door was open, and on the inside of the closet door, I put it where no one can see it. Um, we have a collection of mean tweets that we save. <laughs> Uh, you know, people who are tweeting um, awful things at me, and I try to keep a positive attitude. And, and one of the coping tools we have when people are telling you how awful you are is to to put it up and and put it into context there. And uh, so Josh was reading some of the some of the highlights of the of the mean tweets. Um, but I was I was starting to say I, I I respond to a lot of Facebook messages. It's hard right now with is the volume of of messages that come to me. But, you know, usually if somebody's calling me a name or um, commenting, you know, I, there were some funny ones up there. I'm not going to go through them because I don't want to offend uh, the people tweeting at me, but they're pretty harsh. Um, you know, I, you know, it's human nature. I'm not going to respond to that if someone's just calling you names and yelling at you. But if you engage in a, in a thoughtful way that's constructive and then oftentimes, you know, I'm willing
1: to have that conversation and I don't... I, Tell me your thoughts on that. I think that there's so many different opportunities and so many different ways, especially in the internet age, that you're able to engage with your representative. You can absolutely call them. You can set up a meeting. Our systems are capable of uh, having having you send in an, an email to us uh, to the member via like their uh, their internet website, and and there's also things like Twitter and Facebook messages and Instagram comments that are also incredibly helpful and useful. Uh, And beyond that, you can even go and if you want to yell at your member in person, you are free to do that at town halls, which I know you've had a lot of, a lot more of than your predecessor, especially. So town halls are great. And you've also had these forums where you're able to go and talk about a specific issue. So things like that are incredibly helpful and incredibly useful for getting constituents informed and getting them involved.
0: Any closing thoughts on somebody who may be considering an internship or just one of my constituents?
1: You should absolutely do it. If you're considering an internship, I would say, without a doubt, go for it. Make it happen. Uh, Utilizing your connections are absolutely incredibly helpful and incredibly important in finding an internship. And there's just, there's nothing like working here. There's nothing quite like working in the United States Capitol. And it's, it's so incredible. And, you know, I would never want to close any doors for myself, so I would never say that not working at the State Department, not working... Not going into politics myself wouldn't be an opportunity, but yeah, that is where I'm at right now, and I think doing an internship has been an important part of me kind of learning about the political process in a very, very firsthand, front-line, fly-on-the-wall kind of way. It's been incredibly fun.
0: Well, Josh Rush, thank you for spending some time talking with us today, and uh, we look forward to seeing uh, where you end up eventually, whether it's journalism or the State Department or a diplomat or running for office. Uh, and in the meantime, we look forward to seeing your next career move also for those of you for the, who are fans. And, and I'll, um, I'll binge watch your next show. So anyway, Josh, great to be with you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to thank you for listening to Washington. What I'd really love to hear is from you. To follow this journey, subscribe for free on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, the KSL Radio app, and anywhere you find interesting podcasts. To be part of this experiment in making the world's most powerful city responsive to citizens, please email me at tips at loudmouthproject.com. We'd like to thank the village who made this podcast possible. Andreas Martin, Danny Akana, Allison Heron, Joshua Rush, and of course, Congressman Ben McAdams.
1: Washington is a production of the Loudmouth Project.